Hey friends, it's Corey Andrew Powell here, letting you know it's time to treat yourself with an exclusive Motivational Mondays deal at the NSLS shop. Listeners get 20% off shop-wide with the code MONDAYS. That's M-O-N-D-A-Y-S. Need a new coffee tumbler? Or perhaps you want to keep it classy with a new hardcover notebook? Well, get them on sale. Listen, with this deal, I'm tempted to trade in my bow tie collection for one of those cute NSLS hoodies. And don't forget, use code MONDAYS at checkout. That's M-O-N-D-A-Y-S. Enjoy that 20% off at shop.nsls.org. And stay motivated, leaders. Stay motivated. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a very special Motivational Mondays. In celebration of International Women's Day, I'm honored to be joined by the CEO of Headspace, one of the world's most popular wellness apps helping millions of people calm their mind, take control of their stress. It is my honor to introduce the new leader of Headspace and one of the most accomplished executives in the tech industry, Cece Morgan. Let's talk about your rise to the top. From startups to global brands, you've been in the industry for over 30 years. While you've had a lot of success, I'm sure it wasn't smooth sailing and there were many challenges along the way. What lessons did you learn in your career that you wish you learned sooner? One of them was... Leadership is about helping others to do their best work. It's actually not about you. And I started in sales and marketing, and I learned this construct of self versus other and shortened it to S-focus or an O-focus, and that you added more value the further on the continuum you were to other. And the same thing happens for leadership. It's all about bringing out the genius in others. It's not about you. The second one I learned was the value of we versus me. And uh, this one was a great lesson about hire an all-star team, not a team of all-stars. And I'll, I'll give an example. I did an interview just recently where the person was amazing. But as I went deeper into the conversation, they were all about me, meaning themselves. And that wouldn't make us an all-star team. Um, and I, I liken this to the story about geese flying in formation. And you may have heard this story. You know, they fly in formation. When one gets tired, they go to the back and they draft off the other geese. And the other ones honk to keep them encouraging to move them forward. And that's, to me, what makes up a team. What was the main thing that excited you about Headspace and made you want to take the leap? Um, two things excited me about Headspace, if you don't mind me going off of the one thing, um, but it was a highly purpose-driven company. So just the vision itself to improve the health and happiness of the world and understanding the impact this could have in youth, that was, for me, for my next chapter, highly motivating. Um, the second piece of that was I love an opportunity to develop leaders. It's where my energy comes from. And so having a company that was moving from the startup stage to the next stage of growth, which a group with a group of young leaders, um, super inspiring to me. One of the things I try to demonstrate on this show is that there's no such thing as an overnight success. Everyone takes a different path, but the common denominator is that people work their butts off and fail many times along the way. Can you tell us about your favorite personal failure, meaning something that seemed like a failure at the time, but set the stage for something much better in your life? I, I can. Um, and this was, this was a period where I made decisions for the wrong reason. Um, and I actually think this is important for, for others to hear. So I was working for a company that I loved. 
uh, in, a, in a great position, but in my mind, I needed to be a general manager. Um, I can't tell you why. I was intrigued with the title. I needed to run a PL. Um, and so I was recruited away to go work for a company. Uh, it was a good company. But when I got there, I found that the culture didn't match me. The actual product that we developed was not inspiring to me. And so I had this great title and I was running a PL, but I didn't have passion for what I was doing. And I lasted about a year. And I would even say that even that year was too long because I was doing something in a robotic manner because I didn't have passion for it. And so the good news from all of that, other than I once again met some great people to learn from, but the good news from that is it taught me such a strong lesson that titles have absolutely nothing to do with success. It is all about doing something that you have passion about, something you believe in, and then goodness will come. At the end of the day, it's did you feel great about what you accomplished, about moving something forward? It has nothing to do with titles. A lot of people think that being a leader means you have all the answers. But almost every leader I've had on this show says the complete opposite. That in reality, it's really about having a hypothesis testing it, and being open to being proven wrong. What's your take on this? Do you think leaders should have all the answers? Oh, I love this question. Um, and, and I love the fact that you mentioned hypothesis because I'm 100% about hypothesis-driven innovation, which is what we call it at Headspace. You know, leadership is, it's a journey. It's not a destination. And um, I'm a big fan of the work that Carol Dweck did at Stanford, which is about a growth mindset. Um, and versus a fixed mindset. So nothing is, you're not born a certain way. You don't innately have a certain capability. All of us can learn different things. And that especially applies to leaders. And so the aspect of humility uh, is one of the other big learnings I had. So I can remember a time in my career where um, I was trying to do a business presentation and our results weren't where they needed to be. And you know, I was asked by a board member, probably my very first board member, board meeting, you know, what I thought about X, Y, and Z. And I honestly didn't know the answer, but I didn't say that. And instead, I tried to come up with some answers in the moment, which probably had absolutely no credibility. And what I learned from that was all I needed to say was, I don't know. And I need some help here because I'm just not sure what to do next. And when you do that, it shows that you're authentic because you're superhuman. And nine times out of 10, somebody can help you with the answer. And certainly as a leader, the odds are your team has more of the answers than you're ever going to have. Our job is to pull that genius out of them, not to be the ones barking out all the answers. But it was a great lesson for me. Um, and it's a, it's a core part of being a leader. Today on March 8th, we celebrate International Women's Day. A couple of fun facts. Just a few weeks ago, the CEO of Bumble became the youngest female to take a company public on the stock market. In 2021, a record number of women joined leadership positions in Congress. We now have the very first female vice president of the United States. And of course, we have you, who is absolutely dominating this space as a female CEO. What a tremendously inspiring time for young women. My question is, what can we do as a society to maintain that momentum? 
and make sure that more and more women continue to rise in leadership roles? Well, there are several things that you're starting to see happen already. And so uh, one of the great things about our society is we push on people to do things. So there is such a huge expectation right now on boards, especially public boards, that you must have 50% of your board be women, which is which is outstanding because when you get women on a board, then they're role models and mentors for people within that organization. So I think that's, I think that's huge. There's regulations that are now starting to drive some of that activity, which I also think is, is huge. And you're also seeing sectors that had not traditionally been women like technology graduating more and more women in these fields. And, you know, most of us, most companies are now running um, with diversity targets. So literally we're holding ourselves accountable to this and we're actively recruiting at schools that have done a great job in promoting women. So I actually think we're on a good path. Um, and when I find it super exciting to see where it can go, one of the things I always encourage, if you don't mind me taking it a little further, because it's one thing to get everybody in the door. It's another thing to get voices heard. And one of the things that I still see as a challenge is women's voice being heard in the meeting room. Um, and you know, it's, it can be easy to be dominated by, voices of people that are bigger than you or the voice is more robust than ours. And one of the greatest things that I saw happen uh, last year was a woman who stopped someone else who was interrupting another woman who tried to say something multiple times and said, stop. So-and-so has been trying to get in. Please let her get her point across. And it was so powerful that it changed the whole setting for the meeting. And I think as women, the greatest gift, and this was one woman doing it for another, that we can give each other is to play that role and to help help make sure voices are heard. You've had and continue to have an amazing career and are an inspiring leader to men and women of all ages. What is your message to college students who are just starting off their careers? My very first message is to find something that you believe in. And, and I find that to be the most important thing because in order for you to give something your all, it has to be something that you believe in or it will feel like work for you. And there's nothing better than doing a job that doesn't feel like work. So my very first thing is to the degree possible Make sure it is something that you have passion about. Um, and now the role that you have within the organization, whether you choose to do, be an entrepreneur and start your own or whether you choose to work for an employer, um, I would not worry so much about the role. You should fall in love with the company and the purpose. Roles change over time and you can move around an organization. So I never, I would never worry about that. Make sure that you're in love with the company, its mission, its purpose Um, I think that's a great way to get started. The second thing I would say is volunteer for the thing that no one else has volunteered for in the company that you believe in. Um, Because 
you, you will stand out as the person who took that role that no one else raised their hand for. And then, um, you know, consistent with the rest that we've talked about, use your voice to give credit to your teammates and be a super inclusive team member. Um, remembering that it's we, not me, that makes a difference. And, and again, when you're the one saying, hey, I want to tell you about the great work my team did and let me call out their names, everybody will remember you. You mentioned following your passion. Is there a time when chasing the paycheck starts to take priority? I don't think so. I think it is too important to do the thing that gives you passion because you will be so much better at it and so much happier. Um, And the paycheck, um, to me, uh, shouldn't be the motivation. I told you the story of when I made a choice like that. And, um, and I realized that I had given up things that were much more important to me. So, so I think passion about what you do, uh, will bring you much more than a paycheck. Cece, thank you so much for taking the time to sit down with us today, for being a role model to millions of young women around the world, and for all that you're doing to promote the conversation around mental health. It has been an absolute pleasure. It has for me as well, Max. This is a great organization. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And as a final question, how can people get started with mindfulness and meditation? Is downloading the free Headspace app the first step? Should they check out the new Netflix special? Thank you for asking. You know, I think both of those are great. So I I would watch the Netflix special. It's a great, easy way to do it. Um, Please download the app. There's a free trial in it. We also have a discount for students, which is, you know, less than $10. So all of those would be, would be great. I hope you enjoy it. And by the way, watch John Legend because we launch with him on Monday. And as Cece mentioned, as an added bonus for all of our listeners still in college, there is a special student discount that you can take advantage of right away. Just follow the link in the description below to get Headspace for just $9.99 for the entire year. And I also encourage all of our listeners to watch The Headspace Guide to Meditation, a fantastic new series now playing on Netflix. As always, thank you everyone for joining us today. We'll see you next week on Motivational Mondays.